It's time for Roadworthy Drive, America's premier mobility news and technology talk show. If it moves people underground or on the ground or even in the air, it's a sure thing that it'll be talked about right here. And now, here's the electric pair with energy storage issues, Ken and Sasha. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. You're listening to Roadworthy Drive, America's premier mobility news and technology talk show. We are Sasha J. Little and, of course, Ch- Ken Chester. Can't say my name, really? I was going to say Chen Kester. Oh, Does that my make sense? goodness. <laughs> it's been a long lunch break. Apparently. It's been a long lunch break. Uh-huh. Strapped in for the hour as your host. Welcome aboard. I'm a little concerned about what you had for lunch, Sasha. Um, it was an amazing double-decker sandwich with absolutely everything on it, and the fries were amazing. As, I as love... long as that was all it was, there was nothing, I no mean, adult I beverages or anything? I, I don't want to uh, know what they sprinkled on those fries to make them that addictive. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's none of my business, but there's a reason why I love me the mom and pops. Okay. Yeah. We have plenty to share with you. Busting at the seams with news and information, as it were. And we plan to get to it in a few minutes. But first, for you new listeners out there, connect to the show by calling or texting the Roadworthy Driveline at 872-222-9793. If, you're on the e- if you are <laughs> of the email persuasion, I had the same cheeseburger, apparently. apparently. Reach out to Ken at RoadworthyDrive.net. Either way, connects you to us. And speaking of being connected, wow! please say hi to the lady in the studio, <laughs> my bright and brassy, clean and classy co-host, mm. Sasha J. Little. Hey. Hey, you. Uh-huh. I'm going to ban you from eating cheeseburgers for lunch. No, stop it. You cannot take. There is nothing more American than strawberry rhubarb pie. Ew. And stop it. Did you really go stop there? It. Oh, no. Strawberry rhubarb pie. No. Yes. My ears. Oh. And, and uh, a double... A, a, a double cheeseburger with bacon and everything on Okay, it. well, you said bacon, I'm in. Right? You I mean, that, bacon. Okay. and extra bacon. Mm-hmm. Like two thin slabs of meat and like bacon. four inches of bacon. That works for me. I mean, does it not work it's for It's America. <laughs> it works for me. I have no problem. I, I think we need to actually have bacon wrapped hamburger patties. We need bacon to be the official <laughs> food of Roadworthy Drive. That's what I think we need. That's what I think we need. I think we need. We need to find us a bacon sponsor. Right? So that way we can enjoy non-stop bacon. bacon. Mm-hmm. From the time that we start at the recording studio. Yeah. I think we'll talk to the suits about that. <laughs> I'm with you on that. Speaking of Americana. Yes, sir. Um, Volkswagen mm. sees an opportunity in a small, inexpensive pickup. I saw that. Yeah, but see, I know what you're seeing, so I'm just going to call it. I'm going to say it. Uh-huh. Uh, Subaru Baja. I know, right? I know I that's loved, where you were going. I loved the Baja. Uh-huh. I loved the Baja. Uh-huh. And you're, you're giving me that look. Uh, they don't make it anymore. I, shut up. That's for why, a reason. Why do you have to... Why do you have to crush my soul? Well, you know, they also they also don't make the El Camino and? anymore. I, I mean, not uh, they a big don't. Uh, do you realize that there was even I forget what they called it? Yeah, wasn't but Volkswagen there a had like a golf yeah wagon kind of thing? Yeah, they that did they have tried that. back in the day. Yep, yeah. Uh, so what they're saying is that with all the cost of a full size and even a mid size pickup will run you in the mid thirties. Right, a full size pickup 
even on the low side, is up over 40. Especially one with 2006 technology. Uh-huh. Leave it alone, Sasha. <laughs> Apparently, Volkswagen thinks so, too. Now, they showed us mm-hmm. a prototype of a pickup based on the Atlas SUV, which is their full-size SUV that they make in Chattanooga. Which is amazing-looking vehicle, yeah. by the way. They think that uh, there may be an opportunity to build something based on either a Jetta platform or something like that. Uh, the platform that they would use, the platform that they would use uh-huh. is what they call their modular MQB platform, which right now underpins everything from the two-seat Audi TT to that big Volkswagen Atlas SUV. Oh, okay. They figured that is a modular platform. They can manipulate it in such a way that a pickup would be possible. And I don't know, maybe you were still a youngin with the rise of the compact pickups back in the day. Oh, yeah. Your Nissans and your Toyotas. Oh, yeah. You know, everybody was running around with those, no rear bumper. (laughs) I mean, they were inexpensive. You could own one new for like 7,500 bucks. Yeah, they were. And the thing were bulletproof. Yes, they were. I mean, I think you can still find these things in nooks and crannies even to this day. Oh, yeah. And I mean, I, I personally... I, I would own one of these. If they came out with these with as an EV, which I, I don't think that they will. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't with the say way anything. Things are, with the way things are going, yeah. I wouldn't bet against that. Really? I wouldn't. You think the Volkswagen's going to take? Uh, yeah. Dieselgate. These are the folks. <laughs> Electrify America. $2 billion. And they're reshaping the electric charging industry around the world yeah. as a result. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, right. They're the ones bringing a, like 20 or 30 EVs to market in their own company in the next five years. Five years, that's right. So, yeah, I would say so. Um, The belief is, they think, uh, if if they had maybe the GTI's four-cylinder engine turbo. Okay. um, Priced around 25 grand in a pickup formation, Mm -hmm. that they would line up and sell them forever. And honestly, I'm on that bandwagon. I'm on that bandwagon. Because, I mean, like I said, even, even... what they call mid-sized pickups. Yeah. Nissan Frontier, Toyota Tacoma, uh, the Chevy Colorado, the GMC Canyon. Yeah. Uh, they're up there. Honda yeah. Ridgeline, which is sort of yeah. a full-size, but it's not body and frame. It starts at 38. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, coming in at, at the mid-20s, and then depending on how you dress it up, they came in in that between 20 and 30. Yeah. I think I think it could be a thing. I I mean, if we're coming in right at like 25, 26, I, I would be all over that mm-hmm. in a way that I mean, yeah, that electric, would be unnatural, right? Because <laughs> you know it'd be Baja 2.0. No, stop it. Uh, I even love... even Chrysler had something based on the TC3 called the Rampage. We're not. They did about though, that, but, but they did though. But we're not talking about that. Well, you're all Baja 2.0. I mean, if we're gonna be talking about and downgrading the Baja. I mean, we could talk about... Uh, no, I could... No. <laughs> and I could probably dig out an old Baja review that I did with you pictures did. and everything. You did. Like I two years ago when you found I out that. that I loved the Baja. I could do that. You you did that to mm-hmm, me mm-hmm. and literally crushed my soul. Pictures and everything. <laughs> ba- back in the olden days. But we'll see what happens. I think that there's some ground there. Right. Volkswagens tie up with Ford... Could lead into something. Yeah. Maybe even a branded uh, option of a Ford Courier based like that. 
off oh. of Volkswagen platform. Yeah. They're collaborating for commercial trucks and some truck products. Yeah, that's it, true. It could be a thing. I don't want to get into the weeds here, but I'm going to try. <laughs> okay. Researchers report high performance, solid state, sodium ion battery. Not lithium ion. Sodium, sodium ion. ion. Uh, solid state, meaning not liquid. Right. Uh, they say they're far safer than conventional liquid lithium ion batteries. But problem up till now is that they've been too weak to offset the safety advantages. Uh, but they developed an organic cathode that interacts with it that really? will let it do it. Mm-hmm. Now, that cathode is organic and flexible, which allows it to maintain intimate contact uh, at the interface with the solid electrolyte, even as it expands and shrinks. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So a con... Okay, so what are they... They will have a constant contact. What are they saying for... Uh... Well, this is what they're thinking, that getting over that, and they also beat the other problem that tends to happen between the cathode and the electrolyte, which is a film that blocks yep. uh, that, this kills that too. And it lowers, if not eliminates, the risk of fire and explosion. Now, remember, Toyota and some other companies were looking at solid-state lithium ion. Yep. These are even safer because they're sodium ion. Yes, instead of the lithium. And we've talked about lithium as a whole, mm-hmm. like as its own product mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the issues that come with that. Mm-hmm. So, again... Not surprised because we have talked at length about battery tech, all kinds of battery tech. Kills me, these people, well, you know batteries, hold it. If you knew what we knew, and our listeners do, and longtime listeners know we've covered everything from flowable electric batteries to fluoride batteries right. and everything in between. So this is just another, uh, another stepping stone along the way of batteries. And by no means is it over, not even yet, as far as I can see. Do they have a prototype, or are they just putting well, together they the did, idea? They did manage to test this, and the contact remained steady through at least 200 cycles. Wow. So it's a little more than just merely an idea. Okay. You know, it's a concept. But it's not like we're putting it's it into It's not commercial, a, not yet, no. We're not putting it into a car that we just happen to have out back just to see. I think that's the next step. I okay, so they're going to bypass like cell phones and wearables and they're going to go straight to like I would a, think so. I mean, okay. that's the biggest problem in any kind of quantity. So we'll, we'll keep you apprised. We'll All let right. you know. All right. And when we return, Ken reviews the 2019 Ram 1500 Rebel Quad Cab 4x4 pickup truck. And I am staying out of it. It's all him. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. We are Roadworthy Drive. Like to look racy, put some romance in your life, and save money too? Hit the jackpot. Make yourself a Maverick Grabber, the sporty economy Maverick with hood scoops, optional buckets, and sporty looks. You'll save a lot of money. This year, let all the other sports go for broke. Make yourself a Maverick Grabber, the simple machine that always pays off. Ford gives you better ideas. Ford Maverick Grabber for you, Sasha. I love the Ford Maverick. Got a soft spot in my heart. I, I know you do. For the Ford Maverick. Thank I do, you, you do. sir. You're very Thank welcome. You. Folks, if you're just tuning in, this is Roadworthy Drive, and we are Ken and Sasha, your hosts for the hour. 
and we're so glad you could be with us. Now, for this segment, I want to talk about the handsomely rugged 2019 Ram 1500 Rebel pickup truck. Now, although it's been a while since I've driven a full-size pickup, it didn't take me long to get acquainted. A few miles behind the wheel was enough to understand why America is going crazy for pickups and SUVs. And ironically, the goodness that makes these trucks ride so well and respond almost like cars is the traditional things like body on frame construction. You know, like the big cars from the 50s and 60s, robust engines, typically V8s, some V6s and long wheelbases. Add to that the Swiss Army knife versatility, and you have the beginnings of why America loves their pickup trucks. Now, I just spent a week with the 2019 Ram 1500 Rebel pickup truck, and it's all new for 2019, all the Rams are, and the Rebel is what you might call a mid-range trim level, square in the middle of the Ram's seven different trim levels for 2019. In case you may be confused a bit, let me start by saying you might remember the full-size pickup trucks from what used to be the Chrysler Corporation as Dodge Ram pickups. After the company's near-death experience about 10 years ago, company officials decided to make Ram its own brand apart from Dodge. So I didn't misspeak. Now, with that out of the way, let's just say the folks over at Ram left nothing to chance. And the numbers tell the tale. Given the run they're giving Chevy and GMC, things are pretty good. Because you can configure your Ram 1500 in a multitude of different ways. Uh, when I was doing the research, the available and standard features for the Ram covered over 60 pages. This review, I'm going to restrict to just the Rebel trim level. And the Rebel, the 1500 Rebel, is available in both quad cab and crew cab configurations. The quad cab models, which are the smaller ones, feature a 6-foot, 4-inch cargo bed, while the crew cab models are equipped with a 5 foot seven inch cargo bed base power is the hard-working Pentastar 3.6 liter v6 engine with e-torque which is kind of a auxiliary electric motor working with the gasoline motor it generates 305 horsepower and 269 foot pounds of torque the optional 5.7 liter hemi v8 prime mover produces 395 horsepower and 410 foot pounds of torque both engines are joined to an 8-speed automatic transmission. A manual gearbox is not offered. Rear-wheel drive is standard, while four-wheel drive is optional crew cab and standard on the quad cab Rebel. I tested a Ram 1500 Rebel quad cab 4x4 equipped with the optional 5.7 liter Hemi V8 engine. Here's what I liked about it. The rugged styling. Traveling on the backcountry roads of central Iowa, <laughs> I felt like I belonged to a special club or society of sorts. The truck was comfortable, engine response was strong and immediate, and the pickup was very easy to drive, be it interstate or two-lane. Being up high was an added benefit to visibility, and that bank vault construction, that body-on-frame construction of the truck, was reassuring and quiet. The large storage bin between the front driver and passenger could swallow entire bags of groceries, I swear. Well, okay, not that much, but there was plenty of storage space for just about anything you could possibly need or want behind the wheel. It was really easy to get addicted to driving this truck. Now, here's some things I didn't like, and there's a list, and I'm going to be blunt here. If you plan to transport adults in the back seat, forget about the quad cab, buy the crew cab. The back seat of the quad cab I found was cramped and not friendly at all. No heated seats, no USB ports or anything else, save for cup holders. And while I'm at it, 
The reason the front passenger seat was not power in this truck is because the jack for the full-size tires, get this now, is under the front passenger seat. <laughs> Ram, that's not okay. The rear seat is divided, and there seems to be a place where the designers could have moved the jack instead of where they put it. Now, I understand the challenges of vehicle packaging, but hey, if you want people to actually use this stuff, a little common sense, please. Let me break down some cool tech. Hands down, it's the new off-road package that is standard on the Rebel. The added one inch of lift, electric locking rear axle, tuned shocks, and hill descent control, and those aggressive tires, which make real off-roading possible. The only thing I would add to this, I want a six-ton electric winch in the front, and I'm set. The bottom line, I loved this truck. If you plan to haul for adults, opt for the crew cab. Trust me, you will thank me later. Because of all the ways you can configure a 2019 Ram 1500, spend a bit of time and configure it the way you want it. Base manufacturer suggested retail price for the Rebel 1500 starts at $43,995 for the crew cab Rebel 4x2, $44,695 for the quad cab Rebel 4x4, and $47,495 for the crew cab Rebel 4x4. The destination charges add $1,645. Now, SRP is tested. I had a bright white clear coat quad cab 1500 Rebel 4x4, and that's a mouthful, equipped with a black, red, cloth, vinyl, low back bucket seats and included the Rebel, one equip, Rebel Level 1 Equipment Group for $2,000, the Hemi 5.7 liter Hemi V8 for $1,195, black tubular side steps for 645 a larger 33 gallon fuel tank for 445 the base uh, fuel tank is a 26 gallon one a spray in bed liner for 545 and that include that together included the destination charges came to $51,220 well that's all interesting and everything. Was there anything that you would have liked to have seen standard um, in the last you know minute or so of this segment? About you know power seats would be nice. Power uh, front seat. Uh, again, I would have rather the the crew cab. I just didn't understand the quad cab. Yeah. Uh, it's it was tight back there. Yeah, it was. And it would have been better off if they just said, you know what. We're going to build an extended cab. Mega cab was an awesome idea. Yeah. They should have went mega cab, which was a really big uh, extended cab. Oh, I know about my Ram. And, no, no, it's okay. And, and then the crew cab. Yeah. I just don't get the, quite, the doors are narrow. Yeah, they are. I mean, that was the big thing. I thought that the, the sprayed in liner should have been standard. Yep. I um, agree. I didn't have any power outlets in the uh, cargo bed. If mm -hmm. I'm going to go off-road with this thing the way they designed it, mm -hmm. I would have liked to have seen a little more utility. Not to even mention, I didn't have my RAM boxes. Now, I have to I have to say this, in fairness to the vehicle. Yeah. Because pickup trucks in general, and the RAM in particular, could be ordered so many different ways, uh, I don't know if I could have ordered it better. And I would, re I, I would hold off on... Nailing them to the wall because, again, these are things I probably could have added if I was willing to pay for it. I was I was expecting the Ram boxes to be standard just because I concur Rebel with party truck. Yeah. But that's just me. Well, we'll see. Next, Sasha explores controlling your car with your mind during Tech with Sasha. Back after this.
facts, real opinions, real talk. This is Roadworthy Drive. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. Yep, this is Roadworthy Drive. I am Sasha J. Little, along with Ken Chester. Before we get to the best part of this hour, I want to invite our listeners to check out our website. Roadworthydrive.com is the place to learn all about the show, discover pictures of Sasha and I in studio. And, and Sasha. so I said Sasha. And Sasha. <laughs> I said Sasha and I. I know, but I'm just pointing out that they can see pictures of Sasha. <laughs> you're not vain are you uh so much more and sasha tell them about our podcast we actually have our podcast available on the website itself just mm-hmm. click on the listen tab mm-hmm. you can also pull them up on google play mm-hmm. spotify is ever so popular that's the one where we're exploding mm-hmm. is spotify they love us um, on spotify they do mm-hmm. and then of course go um I already said Google Play, but uh, Stitcher, Stitcher, and Blueberry. Uh huh. And how? Where are we on social media? How do they find us there? Well, all they would have to do right now, we are active on Facebook and uh-huh. and a little bit of Twitter, and we're uh, still Twittering, but uh, just a little bit. Uh-huh. Once we actually start the wheels of non-consent, however, we are going to be on Instagram, and don't forget to add uh, Tech with Sasha on Snapchat. Um, oh really? Snapchat. Yes. Snapchat. Uh huh. Yes. You snapping? I I do on be, the chat. I be I be doing some snapping on the chat. You snapping on the chat? Yes. And some twittering. And some twittering. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and again, be sure to like us on Facebook. Now, without further delay, <laughs> here is here she is, Tech with Sasha. Hello, everybody. So this week I had the hardest time trying to pinpoint what I wanted to talk about. Not you, Sasha. <laughs> It was a hefty week in the land of technology. Um, I had some really good conversations with some of our listeners via text. Um, But it was one of those things where I stumbled across in my inbox Mm -hmm. a story about a man that is near and dear to my heart. Yes, I know you've got the poster. I I do. (laughs) I do have the the poster. Elon Musk. Mm. Now, before I go into what we're actually going to be talking about. Elon Musk is the man who not only puts rockets in space, but he put an electric car driven by a makeshift dummy in a driver's seat because hashtag reasons. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, this is the man. Isn't that ego, though? Really? <laughs> I mean, we're not. Seriously? We're not going to get into that. You're just jealous because you couldn't. That's that's where we're going to leave that. <laughs> I got nothing for you. This is the same guy who made electro or electric vehicles an actual thing. An actual cool thing. And made it a cool thing. Mm-hmm. And in turn forced the mainstream automakers to make a complete change when other e- electric vehicle startups start following along the Musk path. And for the record, trying to follow. Trying. Yeah. So far. Yeah. For because- hashtag for a future. <laughs> Hashtag mm. smoldering embers. Yeah, pretty much. But it's one of those things where all of these steps where Elon has says, I want to do this. And people are like, that is never going to happen. And Elon's like, and yet, ta-da. So when I, was, when I came across this article, I was concerned. Okay. Back in 2016, he started a path towards yet another vision because with Elon what he sees 
therefore it becomes. Okay. He started Neuralink. Which is? Scary, in a word. All right. But to define it, it was Elon Musk's vision of developing hardware to enhance the human brain. Okay, wait a minute. Yep. What you talking about, Willis? <laughs> the, the word enhance got me a little spooked right there. I mean, I'm right there with you. Um, I want to kind of skip ahead and say and defend this. Elon has strong beliefs that this kind of enhancement is vital for humans to remain above the machine in the next generation of artificial intelligence. Okay, stop right there. Uh -huh. I, I'm I'm not a I'm not a Trekkie. My wife is right, right, right. But I'm thinking the Borg, and uh, I'm thinking that uh, resistance is futile uh, right here. You're talking Borg Collective right now. I I I am. I have a lot of concerns, okay. but let me let me get to this because it gets weirder. And this is why this topic right here is probably going to take up both segments. Okay, I'm, I'm just going to forewarn you. On yeah, that. yeah. Well, try it. Okay. Go for it. Mm -hmm. So, but now, according to a published paper last month by a group of scientists that is linked to Neuralink, mm -hmm. Elon has a different possible vision. Okay. What about controlling your computer? With your mind. Uh, so you're saying that those of us who are not uh, able to type. Yeah. You know, maybe kind of, you know. Which we technically kind of have. I mean, there's there's different software programs for like the disabled where they're able to use either eye movements or there's some kind of mental where they where that helps. Okay. It, you're it, messing with my George Jetson future. George Jetson was at a machine typing. Right, right, right. No, okay, I get that's that. the future system. I, I, I get no. Right there. We're skipping past that. Ugh. We're moving. We're jumping way past okay, that. Okay, so answer me this. Gotcha. Why would you bring this up in a mobility show? Well, this is why. Mm -hmm. Um, two words. Mm -hmm. Hashtag because Elon. I wouldn't bet against the man. Okay. And it does not seem too far into the weeds to assume that as biometrics get introduced more and more into our technology mm -hmm. and the ability or even the expectation of controlling one's car with 100% metal link is not out of the final end game for this tech. Okay. I mean, I don't want to bust your bubble or anything. Go ahead. And again, not a Trekkie. Right. But you're talking about the equivalent of an organic starship. Controlled by the yes. mind, linked to a specific starship captain. Yeah. My wife would be so proud of me. <laughs> um, I, I mean, with with AI and enhanced humans, yeah. uh, it takes hacking to a whole new level. It does. And, okay, let's, let's go there since you're heading in that direction. Let's go there. Uh, mind control of your car. Mind control of your car. And honestly... I, the only reason why I bring this up in our mobility show, mm -hmm, okay, mm -hmm. is because it's Elon Musk. Yeah, you keep and, saying that, but I, give me something here. Okay, he makes Teslas. Right. Teslas already get, stop it. Wow. Tesla's already getting rid of the handles, and it's going to be fingerprint to open up the doors. Mm -hmm. Okay? For him to say, and given his his love for AI, but also his dis strong distrust for AI, mm -hmm. I don't think it's too far into the weeds to think. Maybe not now, because right now they're just doing it on rats. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're you years dirty away. Rat? Okay. <laughs> you dirty rat. But we're years away from human trials. 
But I don't think, and I think it's worth a discussion because if we're talking about a situation where one, it might be good for those that um, that have disabilities, mm-hmm. it might create create an availability for them to be more mobile. However, I mean, can we say road rage? Uh, let's start with the ethical issues <laughs> of just mind control, uh-huh. government interference. What does a warrant look like if you need to get information? What happens if you have a brain injury or you're incapacitated due to medication, accident, disease, something like that? What does that do? Is there a fail safe for all this? What if, does that mean you're the only person that can drive this vehicle or what? I have a million questions. And that is exactly what I want to get to in the next segment is addressing those. When we return, Sasha continues our talk with Elon Musk and Reading of the Mind. Stay tuned. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. You're listening to Road Ruby Drive. If you're just tuning in, this is the fourth and final segment of our visit this week. We are Ken and Sasha, and this is Roadworthy Drive. During the hour, I reviewed the new 2019 Ram 1500 Rebel pickup truck, and Sasha started her conversation about the pros and cons of controlling your vehicle with just your mind, amongst other things. Uh, And during this final installment, because we had so many questions that we're not even (laughs) begun to scratch the surface on this, we're going back as Sasha picks up where she left off in the last segment. So without further delay, Tech with Sasha. Okay, so one of the ones, one of the main issues that I saw, okay, when you're talking about, you brought up a lot of really good points at the end of the last segment. Mm -hmm. I have one thing that could possibly solve that. Okay. And us tech geeks are going to get this, the three rules of robotics. Okay. First of all, yeah. that's cute. Movie. <laughs> I mean- I was iRobot. Okay. I mean, they're not real. It's more than iRobot. That was actually a themed uh, generation from, and it's not, uh, it's H.G. Wells. Yes, but you know what? Um, Still not part of the ethical conversation don't that know. they need to have. We don't know if they're not. And see, again, we don't know whether they're not automatically programming something like that in. In an autonomous world right now, okay, let's take mind control out of it. Mm-hmm. In an autonomous world where the cars are all being driven by an AI, there is no human interaction. Unless it's that... Uh, United Kingdom company. Stop it. We talked about it last yes, week. Yes, we did. Yes, and we if did. They're, if they're real, if that thing pans out, yeah, it could turn this whole thing on its ear. Yeah, because all they were using was satellite navigation you find in your car now. Yeah, and a, a modest computer program and GPS. That was it. That was it. That was it. They took out all all that crazy stuff. Yep. If they're right and it holds up in testing, yeah, yeah, this could be a whole new world. But anyway. My thing is very simple. Uh huh. Didn't work well in iRobot actually. It did not because the computer, uh, in re- in its deductive reasoning, yes, decided that it needed to protect mankind from itself. Yes. So assuming that AI has the ability to reason over time, uh-huh. uh huh, and learn, <clears throat> and they're calling it deep machine learning. Uh huh. I'm I'm a little concerned about again. I come back full circle to the enhanced human mind. Because yeah. anytime folks want to, if you'll allow me, play God, yeah. or at least play Mother Nature, I get a little frightened. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, the enhancing of the mind, I mean, that in itself, I mean, that's how we get X-Men. I mean, <laughs> so what they're going to they're going to put a a wet link in our heads now. I mean, that's what they're describing. What they're doing to these rats is that they're basically taking like and they call it a sewing machine. Mm. Um, they're very, very quickly lifting up a piece of the, the rats uh, cranium mm-hmm. and then inserting different electrodes in there. And then they're put. Yeah. I mean, Ew. they are right now. OK. Uh, and again, sci fi buffs will understand that tech and the human mind and or animal experimentation does not bode well for the rest of the movie for mankind. Again, um, I come, <laughs> I get full circle and I come full circle mm-hmm. to the ethical issues because honestly, before you can get down to rules and how would it be deployed and what are their protections and what about uh, where medical and this enhanced human mind uh-huh. uh, cross, yeah. what does that mean in terms of the rights of the individual, what happens if we're in a world, I mean, today, we're one. We're really one step removed when you look at most people's smartphones, which have the ability to unlock things and lock things and yep. manipulate things and warn you and all of this, yep. and to the fact that the automakers are moving towards diagnostics for your car on your phone, on your phone, being able to open up your car, and we talked about Hyundai which is moving to getting rid of locks and door handles and all of that together and unlocking your car with just your phone. Yeah. No locks, no keys, and no handles. we have talked about companies that are already inserting the chips into Sweden. people. Mm-hmm. Um, we did. So, I mean, we've talked about a situation where they are not only are we talking about technology as far as our mobility um, being either a wearable or a handheld, mm-hmm. but now we're actually talking about uh, injectable mm-hmm. technology mm-hmm. being used. So let me let me go one step further. Um, as usual with anything new and anything techy, mm-hmm. you get into the haves and have-nots. Uh, any of this new tech, if they ever get it perfected, whatever that means, mm-hmm. whether it's some sort, I don't even know how they would make that transition so yeah. i'm not going to go there right right because that's like yeah that's way off in the weeds our rope doesn't run that far <laughs> doesn't i don't even wear the rope anymore. no honestly yes we just put gps on you <laughs> what about low-income people mm-hmm. who could benefit but can't afford it you know and how did they interact in an increasing world where this may be the norm and they're not able to get it. Does it become a right? Is it a privilege? Uh, who would pay for it? Would this be the government? And if so, there's a whole bunch of new problems with that. Well, and then and then, okay, you get into an accident, mind control. All right, because of however you manipulated the vehicle, you're in an accident. See, I don't think that that's going to be a thing. But suppose it is for okay. whatever reason. For whatever Maybe you didn't even cause it. Now. What rights do you have to your memories, your thought process, and all of that relative in a court case where you're being sued uh, for either wrongful death Mm -hmm. uh, or maybe it's a nuisance lawsuit, but you still got to go through discovery. What rights do you have relative to privacy in a situation like that? That is why I absolutely love the show Black Mirror because they were, there was actually an episode where it was exactly that. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those things where, when we're talking about <clears throat> enhancing the mind and actually that's in, still creepy it, it, and putting a chip 
into the mind mm-hmm. that would record mm-hmm. um, or because if it's going to run technology, then it's going to have the ability to record what it's running. I mean, that to me is just hand in hand, right. if that makes sense. Right. So when you're talking about that, I don't know. I also think that it's one of those things where I, I don't think that this is going to be something that is going to be spread among the elitists of the population first. I think it will be. Uh, let me throw some more things at you. Uh, dementia. Disease. Impairment. Mm-hmm. People who are mentally unstable or become unstable over time either do chemically to either prescription or non-prescription drugs. But would these chips necessarily, because most of the time when you're talking about mental illness and if they have something that deprives where the brain does not produce, would these chips then help correct that? Ah, would it but wait a minute. Stem- but wait a minute. Privacy, personal rights, and choice. I don't know. Exactly. I mean, this and, is why I wanted to bring this up because it has it's going to affect so many different areas. Yeah, I got a word for you though before we wrap this up. Uh-huh. Road rage <laughs> puts a whole no. new different spin. No, no, no. Okay. What about the ultimate parent control when the Ooh. kids buy the car? Ooh. What about smart kid who hacks himself? Oh. Yeah. Oh. Think about that. Yeah. Well, folks, and that ends this week's visit. Be sure to join us again next week when we bring you the latest mobility news and technology. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And don't forget, RoadworthyDrive.com. Roadworthy Drive is a copyrighted presentation of the Roadworthy Drive radio network. Any rebroadcast, retransmission, or any other use is prohibited without the written consent of Roadworthy Drive Productions Incorporated.